This is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Corey provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Hello, and welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. Joining me this week and every week is my co-host, Tony Shore. Now, if any point during the show you want more information, you can give us a call at 614-760-0670 or feel free to visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're at our website, click on that radio page, check out past shows and subscribe to our show on iTunes, Google Play or Spotify. Also, you can check us out Saturday mornings on Fox Channel 28 here in Central Ohio. We also have a financially fit TV show, so you feel free to join us there as well. Now, in today's episode, we're going to talk about how retirement is a transition, not a destination, and how you should think about retirement as merely part of a triathlon. One of our resources today is a Forbes.com article from January 2019 entitled, Retirement is a Transition, Not a Destination. So often retirement is seen as a distant goal or a far off destination. Wow, well this sounds like a very interesting topic for our show today and I'm eager to see uh, how this all fits. But first, Corey, um, the analogy sounds great, talking about a triathlon and how that relates to uh, the triathlon of life and the different stages. So retirement uh, is definitely one of those stages of the triathlon. Uh, I love it. That's a good analogy. Uh, I've been great. I've had a great week. How about you, Corey? What's going on over there at Safe Harbor? You know, everything is going good. We just had our uh, first of the year dinner presentation over at La Scala, you know, last Thursday. Oh, so yeah. uh, everything is uh pretty busy here, you know, at, at Safe Harbor, you know, not only do we have the presentation, but of course I'm always meeting with clients as well as uh, prospects as well that are, you know, trying to jumpstart their, you know, their retirement plan. So, yeah. uh, you know, looking forward to uh, March or February winding down here and hopefully March is going to bring us a little bit better, you know, better weather, weather than we are, you know, been having here during this winter so yeah yeah i mean the weather has been not good this february it's been a tough february and so hopefully spring is on its way uh i'm sure hoping for that because uh this is getting a little old Corey. it is getting a little old and it seems like it's uh you know last i'm just going back and remembering last year it seems like really all spring all march and april just rained and um, really didn't start to see some decent weather until May. And I'm hoping it's going to, I hope that groundhog's right where, where it's <laughs> going to come sooner rather than later this year. Yeah. You and me both. Well, uh, again, our topic for today is a good one. I'm eager to see how, uh, a triathlon fits into this whole concept. Well, you know, Tony, one thing I'll let you know, I don't know if you're aware of this, but you know, a triathlon is relatively a new Olympic sport. So according to the official website of the Olympic Games, 
at Olympic.org. The triathlon made its debut in the Sydney Olympic Games in the year 2000. In fact, the sport itself has only been around since the early 70s. The San Diego Track Club was looking for a new kind of workout, something a little bit different from just, you know, just hours and hours of running in circles on the track. So they combined a 10-kilometer run and an 8-kilometer bike race or a bicycle race and also a 500-meter uh, swim. So, you know, a 10-kilometer run, an 8-kilometer bicycle race, 500-meter swim, uh, that sounds like a typical day for me, Corey. <laughs> I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm kidding. I really haven't exercised since the Carter administration, and my doctor is uh, not pleased with me for that. But So how does all this, how does this triathlon connect with retirement? Well, you know, Tony, the San Diego Track Club created an alternative training plan. It's, you know, it's time that we think of retirement as an event that has many ways or training plans as well to help us, you know, prepare for retirement. So retirement's always changing. So part of that is due to the lack of mandatory retirement ages and increased life expectancies. There was a time when retirement was relatively short, and especially if I go back and look at, you know, my, my grandparents, um, you know, you retired, got a pension, you know, and you probably... Uh, we're in retirement, you know, 10 to 15 years. That, that was really it. But yeah. according to a Forbes article, the modern retiree can expect to live on average 20 to 30 years beyond the traditional retirement age, which for most people when they're mid 60s. So, you know, if you're in your mid 60s retiring, you know, you really have to start building plans now anywhere from 85 to 95 years old. Wow. So like a triathlon then, uh, retirement is just one phase of life, but it's not the finish line. That's exactly right, Tony. So there's even a movement to rebrand the idea of retirement and calling it something completely different to reflect new ways of thinking about retirement. Dorian Minster, the author of the Forbes article, suggests working or suggests words like reinventing, revolutionizing, uh, recharging, or even rewiring to more accurately reflect the opportunities and activities that come with this new stage of life. Wow. So the, that certainly does put a different spin on the whole idea of retirement then, right? Yeah, Tony. You know, one of the most important parts of the triathlon are the transitions. Whether that's getting out of the water, removing the wetsuit, switching to the right bike shoes, uh, the attire and helmet, or just, you know, hopping off the bike, lacing up your running shoes and hitting the road. How quickly and efficiently you complete those transitions has a huge impact on your overall race. So transitioning to that next phase of retirement impacts the rest of your retirement. Is that transition efficient and smooth? You know, are you set up for this type of a success? Or are you hoping, you know, are you, you know, hopping on one foot, stumbling toward your, you know, towards that next race? Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm guessing that uh, someone like yourself, uh, a financial services professional, a trusted advisor can help us set up that transition for success then, right? Well, you know, you're getting a little ahead of me there, Tony, but you are correct. You know, a financial services professional like myself, we can really assist you in making that transition as efficient as possible. But let's look at the first leg of the triathlon before we kind of dive into the transitions. Right. Uh, that sounds good. So what is that first leg of the triathlon? Well, traditionally, swimming is that first leg of the triathlon. 
Now, this is partly due to the fact that it's easier to take off a wetsuit than it is to put it on later on in the race. So look at the first leg as the beginning of our lives. You know, childhood, elementary school, uh, high school, possibly, you know, co you know, college or some type of trade school, or maybe even your first job. So the first leg is unique and it's different from the rest of the race, but it can set you up for the success. So think, you know, really what you really need to do is think of the transition from swimming to biking as your first steps into the workforce, not necessarily your first summer job or part-time, you know, work during education, but that day you got your first full-time career-oriented job. Yeah. Yeah, I can see how that would be the case. And, and I know that a lot of us can relate to this, uh, not to running a triathlon by any means, but, uh, you know, it is comparable uh, to our lives and the different stages of our lives. Now, it's almost time for us to transition as well. Uh, our time is up for the first segment of the show. Is there anything else, Corey, you want to share with us before we take a quick break here? Absolutely, Tony. You know, preparing for retirement, it can be overwhelming and even nerve wracking, but you don't have to do it alone. So you can visit our website at safeharboroh.com. Or you can give us a call at 614-760-0670. When you do call that number, just reference the radio show. We'll set you up with a complimentary meeting with me. And one of the things we're going to be able to do for you is be able to provide you with your own personalized compass report when you come in that's going to show you exactly are you on the path for the retirement that you want. It's going to show you what your year by your earnings are going to look like in retirement, what your portfolio balance is going to look like. Are you going to have any issues, you know, potentially of running out of money based upon the the income you need in retirement? You know, we know that uh, you've worked so hard, and one of the things we want to be able to do is help you prepare for retirement. So again, all you need to do is give us a call at 614-760-0670 and set up that complimentary meeting with me. All right. Well, that sounds great. And listeners, stay tuned because we're going to be right back with more of Financially Fit Radio and our host, Corey Sickles, after this. In today's volatile environment, making sure your scales are balanced has never been more important. Money can go up or down in value, and it may pose a risk if not properly managed to serve a specific purpose in a comprehensive plan. At Safe Harbor Retirement Group, we created a report that has general guidelines for proper allocation of your retirement and investment assets called the Rule of 100. You can download your complimentary Rule of 100 report at safeharboroh.com or call us today at 614-760-0670. Welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. Joining me this week and every week is my co-host, Tony Shore. If at any point during the show you want more information, feel free to give us a call at 614-760-0670, where you can visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're at our website, click on that radio page. You can check out past shows as well as subscribe to our show on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. And feel free to check us out on Saturday mornings at 6.30 a.m. on Fox Channel 28. We also have Financially Fit TV. It's a great show where you can actually uh, see us, uh, you know, talk about retirement topics. Now, today's episode is about retirement is just one part of the triathlon of life. We've talked about the importance of transitions in a triathlon and how the first leg of your life, childhood and education, can be thought of as the swimming leg of the triathlon. 
Now, as you step onto the shore of the working life, you enter the next phase. Yeah, you do. And what's the next leg then of the triathlon? Is it biking or running? Well, Tony, in the traditional structure, the bike race comes next. Now, I feel there's a natural connection to the career leg of your life. In the bike race leg, you you know, your speed is enhanced by the bicycle's um, mechanicism. You can increase your speed by increasing your cadence. According to the adventure.com, How Stuff Works article titled How Cycling Cadence Works, cadence refers to the speed at which you pedal. Cadence is measured in revolutions per minute or what they call RPMs. Advanced cyclists can pedal anywhere from 8 to 100 revolutions per minute. Actually, really? Yes, actually, I said eight, Tony. It's actually 80 to 100 revolutions per minute, and I'm sure I can't do that. <laughs> I don't think I can do the eight or the 80. Um, how fast can a triathlete go then during the cycling leg of a race? Well, you know, every triathlete is, a, you know, it, it, of course you have a different course, but according to one bike race chart for common triathlon distances on tgbtraining.com, Cycling speeds can range from 12 miles per hour all the way up to 30 miles per hour. So 10 miles could be covered in as little as 20 minutes. Wow. that I mean, that's amazing. That's pretty fast. But how does the cycling leg of the triathlon connect with that triathlon of life? Well, Tony, in the cycling leg of the triathlon, the racer uses the bicycle as a mechanism to increase their speed. They can cover longer distances in a shorter amount of time. Sprint triathlon cycling phases can be 10 miles to 15 miles in length. The Olympic triathlon leg is nearly 25 miles long, and the cycling leg of the Ironman is an astounding 112 miles long. So at every distance, the the bicycle mechanism by which athletes can multiply their speed and ability to cover distance. Ah, I see. Well, that's amazing. So how are things multiplied, though, in that middle stage of our triathlon of life? Well, in the middle stage or the leg of the triathlon of life, the individuals in the career portion phase, right? So they have certain mechanisms to multiply their wealth accumulation. Just as a bicycle helps accumulate more speed, mechanisms like a paycheck um, or a 401k, brokerage accounts, Individual retirement accounts and other financial options helps you, you know, really accumulate your wealth during this time. I see. So I would guess then assets, what you're saying is assets, pay, savings accounts, things like that function like that bicycle in this stage. You've made that connection. That's correct, Tony. And all the mechanisms need to be customized and optimized for that individual, just like a bicycle in a triathlon. The triathlete needs to make sure they have the right size and type of bicycle. A typical triathlon is going to include many different types of bicycles during that cycling leg, from road bikes and mountain bikes to triathlon-specific you know, bikes that are designed for time trials. So the most competitive triathletes use almost exclusively triathlon time tri- you know, the time trials, specific frames with skinny tires. So the frames are designed to minimize drag and increase speed, so they're customized to the individual triathlete. I've never thought of it that way. That's pretty cool. And I would guess then that it's important for us to customize our mechanisms as well. 
That's correct, Tony. You know, that's why at Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors, we utilize something we call the strategy assessment. The strategy assessment can be found in our, you know, 24-7 online financial portal, the Generational Vault. And the first part of the strategy assessment is the color of money risk analysis. Okay, so you've mentioned the color of money before on the show, but tell us, what does the color of money do? What does the risk analysis do? Yeah, we've talked about it, you know, on previous shows, but the color of money risk analysis or your financial picture provides a roadmap to your overall risk preferences. So the output is a proprietary color of money score. Now, this short interactive analysis is the first step, you know, down that road to retirement. It's 11 questions that's going to help determine the color of your money. The color of your money refers to the amount of money we earn, we, we save, and spend, and is driven by your own personality and beliefs. So let's break that, you know, the color of money down into what we call red, yellow, and green money. So red money is also known as what we call hope so money, and that is money that you hope will be there when you need it. It can go up or down and doesn't have minimum guarantees. It's like investing in the stock market, right? You also have what we call yellow money. Now, yellow money is managed money. This money may be invested at, you know, at risk investments, but it's also professionally managed. That's what we do at Safe Harbor Wealth Advisors for our clients is we manage their portfolios. The last is called green money, which is no-so money. This is money that's from a from a from a investment standpoint is conservative, you know, it's it's a conservative investment, but it's more likely to be there when you need it. It's going to produce the potential higher returns. Um, actually, it, it, it will not uh, produce the potentially higher returns of red money, but it will. Um, but it won't experience the potential negative fallout when the market goes down. So striking a healthy balance with the, the colors of your money, of that red, yellow, and green money, it's an important step in reaching your retirement goals and making sure that your strategy is customized and appropriate for you. That's why everyone's situation is unique. Everyone's going to have different percentages in their red, yellow, and green money based upon you know their investing history and your, your personality and beliefs. But what our job is, you know, Tony, is to really find um, what your risk level is to make sure you're allocated to that. Yeah, yeah, I, I would say that's hugely important. And we've talked a lot about the color of money and how we utilize that. And I know you have that color of money risk analysis that any of our listeners can take. They can just, there's no cost or obligation, just go to your website and take that, right? That's correct. If you go to our website at safeharboroh.com, about halfway down the page, you're going to see where you can take that survey. You can go right online. So again, it's 11 questions, only takes a couple minutes, and it's going to be able to tell you what your score is. And the most important part with that is, is you need to compare that score with how you're truly allocated with your investments today to make sure that, they're in, that, that they do match. One thing that you'll find out is as you near retirement, you're probably going to get a little bit more conservative, and you want to make sure that your allocations are following you on a year-by-year -year basis which is what we do for our clients. Wow. It's been a great discussion. So that leaves us with just that last leg of the triathlon to cover here. It's the run, right? That's correct, Tony. In the, you know, in the transition from the cycling phase to the running phase of the triathlon can be actually very difficult. According to active.com and triathlete magazine author, 
Ron Sidero, in his article, Learn to Master the Bike to Run Transition, the transition is often made difficult by heavy leg syndrome. Heavy leg? You're not making fun of my weight again, are you, Corey? <laughs> I am not. <laughs> I am not, Tony. Well, you have to tell us, what is heavy leg syndrome? Well, in short, Tony, your legs have been pedaling in circles for the whole cycling phase, and now you're asking those same legs to switch to running and supporting the full weight of your body. It can also take a while for the blood to redirect into the muscles needed for running, the hamstrings, and the calves. So imagine that moment, you know, you get out of the car after a long road trip. It can take a second, you know, for your body to react to the change just by simply walking, yet alone trying to go from cycling to running. So is there a way for a triathlete to prepare for that transition then? Well, through preparation and, and training, Sadara recommends incorporating a brick session into weekly training to help your body ad adjust to the transition. Now, a brick session is a moderately long ride followed by a moderately long run. Then as the race gets closer, adding a short run anytime you get off your bike to train the body for the transition. Ah, I see. Uh, so how does that connect with the triathlon of life then? Well, Tony, you know, much like the, the bike, you know, to run transition, the transition from your working life to your retirement can be difficult. You know, moving from that full-time uh, work to a life of retirement can be a huge adjustment. But this transition can be easier through a strategy and, of course, by preparing or, or preparation. So working with a financial service professional like myself, we can help you, you know, really prepare for that transition. Examining your risk tolerance, your current assets, your future Social Security benefits or possibly pensions, and anything more that can help you, you know, really set yourself up for the most beneficial retirement that you can have. Well, I think that's great to note, and it's important to identify that retirement is a race and not just a finish line. It's not a finish line, and I think that's an important distinction we should make, right? Absolutely, Tony. You know, according to, our, to that Forbes article from April of 2018 entitled, How Long Will, will Your Retirement Really Last?, the average individual who retires at 65 has a 75% chance to live 10, more, you know, 10 or more years, and a 5% chance to live 30 or more years. So each retiree should have a strategy to cover several different possibilities. And that's why, you know, really working with an, you know, a financial professional like myself, we can actually set you up to make sure that, you know, your money's going to last you for your lifetime. Yeah. And that's huge, obviously. Well, we're, as usual, our time has flown by, Corey, and we're almost out of time for this week's show. Is there any additional information you'd like to share with us before we have to go today? Sure, Tony. A, you can visit our website at safeharboroh.com, or you can give us a call at 614-760-0670. Again, just reference the radio show, and we'll set you up with a complimentary meeting with me. And when you come in, we'll get you all set to uh, be able to receive your unique and customized compass report which is going to show you whether you're going to have the retirement that you really have dreamt for in your entire lifetime. Again, you know, at Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors, we are dedicated to providing you with information to help make sound decisions and build a retirement on a solid foundation. Also, if you have any questions about today's show or comments, please do not hesitate to give us a call at 614-760-0670. Also, feel free to check us out on Saturday mornings 
at 6.30 a.m. on Fox Channel 28 here in Central Ohio to, to, to capture our Financially Fit TV show. All right. Yeah, it's a great show. And that does it for today's episode of Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickles. Join us again for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Take care and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at financiallyfitoh.com. Corey Sickles and Safe Harbor Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.